0: I'm going to be reading from Psalm 139, uh, you can kind of keep your thumb there because I'm not going to start off with that verse. I want to refer to a few other scriptures before I do that. But this morning I just want to share with you about our ever-present God, a God that loves us, cares about us in ways you know we often don't realize or even imagine. And I, I think that's an important message for us to hear. And that came forth earlier here today where. God is with us. He sees you. He knows what's going on all around you. And that's something that we need to understand. The Bible says that our God is always with us. He is with us always. He watches over us even in our times of need. He is with us at all times, even when we don't realize it, even when we don't feel it, even when we're facing all the chaos that we see in our world. He is with us and he reminds us that he is all that we need. Just as we sang that song, we speak Jesus. We speak Jesus, he really is that answer. You know, our prayer can be really that short when you don't know how to pray Jesus, is quite sufficient to mention because that name is above all other names. The Bible tells us Psalm 46, one and two, God is our refuge and strength always ready to help in times of trouble so we will not fear when earthquakes come and mountains crumble into the sea Joshua 1:9 this is my command that we spoke over young Joshua when he was baptized last week be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go speaking of that baptismal tank we will leave it up one more week uh, there was a wedding that we have coming up, and so uh, I just got thinking there Hold oh, that we can leave it up one more week. So we're going to do that, so if God is speaking to you about baptism, we'll give you another chance before we uh, take it down, and we will put it up eventually again. But if you are wanting to be baptized, that's a little commercial for baptism. Then Matthew 28, 20, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There's a lot of worry going on in our world right now, things that are happening all around us, and a lot of worry out there. But we need to remind ourselves of something, that the Lord is with us. He is an ever-present God. And that's a message He really wants us to know, and that He cares. You know, a central theme that I, I keep hearing from the Lord as they pray and as they seek Him, and asking for direction, guidance in the church, I keep Hearing him just say back, keep focusing on me. That's all you need to do. Just keep focusing on me. Point people to me. Keep introducing people to me. I'll take care of the situations. You don't have to worry about giftings and abilities. I'll take care of it. Just point them to me. Because Jesus really is that answer. You know, as you're in this church, sometimes... Maybe you're wanting prayer from us, and sometimes that works out for you. Sometimes you've got a busy schedule and you can't stay for prayer. You know, sometimes just coming up to these, we used to call this the altar, but just coming up to the front and just simply, without anyone praying for you, just pray to God yourself. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I need your touch. Whether it be healing, whether it be a struggle that you're going through, uh, another kind of a difficulty that you're facing. There's something about coming forward and just talking to Jesus. And he is able. He is able to touch you. See, God really does want to speak to us. He really does want to encounter us and, and, and show us that he really is with us, even in our storms, you know, even in our times of discouragement or our loneliness or frustrations or torment, depression, fear, chaos. He really wants to show that I am here. I am here. There's a tangible presence that he wants each one of us to experience. He's an ever-present help, the Bible says, in times of trouble. So whatever is causing doubt or whatever is you know, inside of you that you're struggling with today, you need to realize that he is able to touch you and able to minister to you, and he is with you. He's with you right now, and he's desiring to help you through the season. You know, I know these last few years have been really tough on everyone, and, and for some of us, we're just starting to clue in that it's affected us more than what we thought. Kind of at the first part we went through, oh, yeah, no, it didn't really affect me, but we're, now that we're kind of out of that, we're starting to realize, yes, it did affect me. I didn't realize that. We're starting to see things that we didn't see before. And I know these last few years have not been great. And, you know, sometimes we end up longing for the good old days to return. And, you know, sometimes we can get those thoughts that, man, our future is crap. Like there's nothing good left. There's nothing good going to happen anymore. Don't believe that. That's a lie from the enemy. Those good old days, yes, they were. They were good days. Blessed days. But you know something, God has good days and better days ahead. Amen. I know these past few years have caused a greater awareness of mental Ill- illness or mental health, anxiety. But we also faced issues of our socialization, uh, facing government control, looking at our jobs, job dissatisfaction. Job loss, financial pressure, family dynamics. Boy, there's been a lot of trouble in our families. We've gone through grief and loss of loved ones, friendship, sickness. Now we even have wars that are happening and going on. And sometimes that can cause us to think, well, where's God in all this? Like, why isn't God saying more? Why isn't God doing more? You know, we might think that, well, the future doesn't look good. But again, we got to remind ourselves, who is our God? Who's your God? Is he not the God of miracles? Is he not the God that we look to? Is he not the God that we just sang, Jesus, that there's power in his name? Well, as we begin to realize who he is, then we don't need to worry about that future because there are brighter days ahead. And I really sense that God is saying, look, I am still here. I'm not absent. I'm still here. I'm still reaching out to people. I'm still wanting to help people. He's still inviting people to come unto Him that He might minister to them and He might talk to them as friends. You know, sometimes we think God won't receive us because, you know, we haven't been holy people or we haven't been religious people or church people. And so we kind of think, oh, well, God would never listen to me. Yes, He will. He's speaking to you. He's drawing you. Listen again in Revelation three twenty. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we'll share a meal together as friends. See, our Lord and Savior wants to bring us help, assurance, hope, peace in our lives. You might be feeling that God's very far from you right now. You might be feeling that maybe God is even interested in your life for. Maybe that God doesn't care, and that's not the truth at all. Because we know from the word of God that God is very close to us. We know from his word that he wants to come into our lives. He wants to heal us of those things that are hurting us or tormenting us or worrying us. He's way closer than what we think. He cares far more than what we know or realize. And that's really the message that I believe God wants to get across to us today that he is with us. He loves us. He cares about us. He's present in your life, and your circumstances. He knows what is going on. And to kind of help you to realize that this morning, I want to take this time now to read a portion of scripture where we'll be mainly speaking from in Psalm 139, because I really believe it describes so well the extent that our God is an ever-present God in our lives and is very interested in, in our lives, and our circumstances that are happening around us. So Psalm 139, 1 to 18. It says, "Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask that the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand, and when I wake up, you are still with me. Father, I just pray your blessing on your word here this morning, and that, Lord, that you would just bring to light the things that we need to hear in our own lives today, that you are with us, that you're right beside us, that you're all around us, and we just welcome that, Lord, and we just open up our ears to hear what the Spirit would say to us today, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, the first thing we need to realize from this psalm is that God knows us, he knows us, not just as a, a church or as a group of people, but he knows us as individuals. He knows each and every one of us. He knows who we are, he knows our names, where we live and what's going, to, what's going on in our lives. He knows you. We see that in verses one and two. Oh Lord, you've examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up, you know my thoughts even when I'm far away. See, God is an ever-present God that knows each of us far better than what we realize. He knows our thoughts today. He knows if we're daydreaming during the pastor's message or not. He knows everything. He knows everything all about us. He knows if you're thinking of what you're going to be eating after the service. He knows all those things. He does. He knows what we're thinking. He knows what's really going on in our lives and what we struggle with and what we don't struggle with. He knows the deep things that are down in our hearts, those areas where sometimes we hide our pain or we hide our sorrow or our grief or our disappointments. He knows all those things. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he knows what's going on in our lives right now. Knows what we're thinking. Knows where we're strong. Knows where we're weak. He knows everything. He knows when we work. Isn't that interesting we go to work? He knows about that. When we're tired and just want to rest, he knows that too. He knows when you actually stand and when you sit. He observed that as you did that today in church. Just think about that. That's how much he knows. Yeah, you stood up, you sat down. He knows, again, what you're thinking, your thoughts, when your thoughts are on him, and he knows when your thoughts are not on him. He knows the real you. God knows you. And so take comfort in that today, that God knows you. He knows all about the things that are going on in your life right now and how you're coping or how maybe you're not coping. God knows. He knows. And then secondly, from this psalm, we should realize that God sees us. He is not blind. He is not absent from our lives or or guilty of not paying attention. He sees everything that we do, everything that goes on in and around our lives. He sees it all. Psalm 139, 3, 4 says, You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. I don't think we really realize that God sees everything. We don't think about that. Shame, unless you're about to be traveling across the nation. God's saying, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to see every part of the journey that you take, every place that you think is beautiful and awesome, He's right there with you saying, yes, isn't it? That's part of my creation. He sees us when we're on vacation, whether we're traveling by plane or boat or car. He sees us when we hike in the mountains or enjoying activities or sports. Sees us at work, at home, or wherever we might be. He sees us when we do good, and he sees us when maybe we're not doing things that are so good. He sees everything we say and speak. Nothing is hidden from him. Now, the psalmist isn't trying to put us in a a guilt trip here that, oh, no, God saw what I did the other night, uh-oh. No, God, he's trying to show us that God is with us. He's watching us. He sees everything that is around us and that when we go through those times when we're discouraged or in pain or we're struggling with some things, no, the Lord sees you. He sees you. You know, sometimes we wonder, does anybody see me? You know, does anyone even know that I'm alive? And Jesus is saying, yes I do. I do see you. I do see you. I know what's going on. I see the truth. And I realize that sometimes we go through situations in life where we wonder does God see? Like especially when we're going through hardships or trials or where there's unfair treatment or whatever going on. But be assured today, God sees it all. He sees what's happening. He sees what's going on in your life and take comfort knowing that you can go to God because he sees what's taking place in your life. So you go to the throne of a grace and pray to God. Say, God, you know what's going on in my life. I don't need to tell you. you. You see everything God. And then we ask for that help or that direction in our lives. The next thing the psalmist reminds us of here is that God protects us. He's the ever-present God that watches over us and is concerned about everything and everywhere we go. Psalm 139, 5, 6, it says, You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. There's a lot of things we just don't understand about God. Why this? Why did he do this? How come he didn't intervene at this point? Why did he wait till then? We got a lot of whys that we don't necessarily understand. But you need to realize he's still with you. He's with you. He follows you. He goes before you. He's interested in everything about your life. It's interesting here that he's actually already in our future. He's already gone ahead in our future and in time to see how things are going to work out in our lives. We're panicking maybe right now over some things. God's not panicking because he knows the end from the beginning, like, he knows it all. So he's not panicking. He has a different perspective than that we do. That's why he tells us, you don't think the way I think. You don't understand the way I understand things, because he's God. But he goes before us, he's in our future. He sees how things will turn out. He makes plans for us. He directs us and leads us towards a good future. That he does have good plans for us. And I know it sometimes we of look and say, well, I don't see God. I I don't see anything of that at all right now. No, I still have good plans for you. You know, we're in a time and a season where things don't look so great in our world. Let me tell you something. God still has a good future for you. There's still good things that God has planned for you. I think of that old song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he lives, I, I or because I know he holds a future, Life is worth the living just because he lives. He does. He lives. He's here. Don't panic. He's telling us, I'm with you. I'm right here with you. Whatever you're going through right now, you need to realize he is with you. He will protect you. He'll watch over you. And his desire is to bless us. See, God has a desire for good things to happen to us. And when good things happen to us, he says, know that that's a gift from your heavenly father. God has plans for us that are good, not disaster. You know, I think a lot of people right now are kind of thinking on the disaster side, man. That's where our world is heading. It's going to be a great disaster. That's not God's plan. Not a plan for disaster. His plan for you is to give you hope and a future. He desires to bless us. You know, it's one of the reasons why, you know, you, maybe you're, you wonder, why do Christians love God so much? Well, as a follower of Jesus, his hand of blessing is upon our heads. He blesses us. He watches over us. It's a great position to be in. But he desires to bless everyone. He desires to protect all of us. And, and I realize, you know, we don't always understand uh, all the things that happen in life and the whys of life. But He knows our future, so while we may panic, He's not panicking at all because He knows how it's going to turn out. Sometimes I I kind of pray, say, Lord, do you mind you just show me the end so I can have a better perspective here? But no, you got to learn, you got to learn, you got to grow. And but as we do that, He is with us and He's watching over us. He's an ever-present God. He's in our past. He's in our present. He's in our future. Protecting us, blessing us, guiding us. We're in good hands. I know sometimes we think, God, I think you maybe should do more. But he knows the future. Take comfort. He knows the future. And he will protect you. He will see you through. And he will bless you. Fourth revelation that comes from this passage is that we should acknowledge that our ever-present God is with us. Whether we feel him or not. We need to recognize that God is with us in the best of times and the worst of times. I know this is a big area of feelings. Well, I didn't feel God was with me. You know what? You will go through times in your life where you may not feel God. That doesn't mean he's not there. Matter of fact, he's actually closer. You remember that poem, Footprints, and that's kind of the accusation that happens when there's two sets of footprints in the sand and then there's only one. And person saying, see, God, where were you? That was my hardest point in my life. And, and as you read that poem, it talks about Jesus saying, that's when I was carrying you. That's why there's only one set of footprints. That's who he is. He is with us. Psalm 139, 79 says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down into the grave, You're there. You know, sometimes it's like we are going through a hell in our lives. But Jesus is still saying, I'm still there. I'm still there. You may not feel me that I'm there right now, but I assure you that I am there. We need to understand that God is with us despite whether we feel him or not. He is closer than we think, and he promises to be with us through good times and bad times, with us on our highs in life and our lows in life. He's even with us when we travel. It's kind of interesting that gets thrown in there as well. But he's with us when we travel. He's everywhere present. That's just, again, another promise that we need to remember. He's with us. And no power in heaven or hell can change that. The Lord is with you. So take comfort to know that today. Be still and know that I am God. I am with you. Next, we see that the psalmist points out that God helps us. He is an ever-present help, helping us when we need it and helping us when we don't even realize that we do need help. He's there. And when we do recognize that we need help, He's still there, ready to guide us and lead us to places where we'll find those answers and where we'll find rest for our lives. Psalm 139.10 says, Even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. Whatever we're going through, God is there. If you're going through a difficult time, realize that God is going to give you strength to go through it. Not to stay there, but to go through it. He's a God of breakthrough. He's a God that carries us through. He's a God that will support you and surround you and it will help you through that season. I know sometimes we think that you know, we know better than God and we often have our suggestions, very polite suggestions to God that maybe he should do this or he should answer this way. And when we have those kind of thoughts, usually God goes totally, totally in something different than what we ever thought. I think he just likes to remind us, I'm still God. I know what to do. Your job is to listen and I will guide you and help you, and I will support you to get through this. Now, I know we can look back over our lives, especially those of us who may be older, and we can look back over our lives, and we can see times in our lives where we recognize that, wow, God was really with me. But at the time, maybe we didn't feel that so much. We were kind of struggling with all that, but as we got through it, we look back now and say, yeah, he really was with me. If he wasn't with me, there's no way I would have made it through that. He's with us. So we serve a God who is interested in us and desires to help us in so many ways. He's an ever-present help in our times of trouble and in our times of blessing. He is always there. And then a sixth point that the Psalms makes about our ever-present God is that he really, really knows us. I know we already covered that subject, that he knows us, but he... The author seems to go in a little bit deeper here to say, no, no, you don't understand. God really, really, really knows you. Verses 13 to 16. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed. In utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. God really, really, really knows you. I was thinking of the babies that we have here in the church today, newborns. God already knew them before they were even born. God knew them when they were in the womb. Before anybody else knew them, God knew them. I think that's so cool. He is our creator. He has made us. He's designed our bodies in such intricate ways that science and medicine still marvels at the complexity of our bodies. And to think that, yeah, God knew us while we're in the womb. There's a lot of people today who don't think that a person is a person. We're in the room and God says, I knew you even before that. You're real to me. He watched all of that. He saw all that development. He saw you and celebrated you even before you were born and took your first breath. God really knows us. And when you were born, he was there for that important occasion. And he was there for every other important occasion in your life. Think about that when maybe there's some memories in your life where maybe a parent wasn't there or Somebody that was important to you wasn't able to be there, and that's still kind of a bad memory for you. you know, maybe a birthday that somebody didn't show up, or a sporting event, or a music recital, or a high school graduation, or a wedding—some important event in your life. But friend, you need to realize God is saying, "I was there. I was there." Even if your father and mother were not there, I was there. I saw it. I was taking notes, taking pictures. He was there. Matter of fact, God says, I've recorded events of your life in a book. God does scrapbooking. He does. And he remembers everything about you. When you get to see him in eternity, he can say, oh, yes. Back when you were two years old. Let me tell you what you were doing that day. He can tell you all those things. God takes notes. He doesn't miss a thing in your life. God knows you. He knows every detail about your life. And so when you're going through some of those battles of maybe some pain in your life, some hurts in your life, things that were missed by loved ones that you thought should have been there in your life, God wants you to know, I was there. I was there. I was cheering you on. I was clapping for you. I was celebrating for you. I, I took notes down that day, and when you see me in eternity, we can talk about that, because I'm going to show you that I was there. And lastly, the psalmist speaks of our ever-present God as a God who thinks about us all the time. I find that so amazing, that God actually thinks about us all the time. We kind of think, oh, we're the ones that think about him. No, he's the one that thinks about us. And he tells us, he thinks about us all the time. Verses 17 and 18, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand, and when I wake up, you're still with me. That's your God. He loves us, cares about us, thinks about us. We're on God's mind. Thank goodness that we're on his mind. Because sometimes our minds aren't on him, or we're doing things that maybe we shouldn't be doing but his mind's on us. He's still watching over us. We are precious in the sight of God. He's good thoughts about us, precious thoughts about us, intimate thoughts about us. You know, God's not thinking, oh, you're a terrible person. I can't believe how bad you are. I can't believe all the things you're doing. It says he has precious thoughts about us, not bad thoughts about us, precious thoughts. He sees the good. He sees what's really on the inside. He knows what your struggles are. Of course he does. But he knows you better than you know yourself. So be thankful today. God is thinking about you. He's thinking about you. Kind of helps us when we come before his throne and are seeking him and bringing our requests before him. What What is he saying? I've already been thinking about that. I already saw that. I'm glad that you're coming before me today because I want to help you in that area. I want to bless you in that area. I want to touch you in that area. So friends, I hope you see and understand better that you are blessed, whether you realize it or not, because you have a great God that is so interested in your life and he only wants the best for you. He's a good God. He wants to reveal himself more to you and help you through life and the struggles that life brings. He sees you. You know, that's a big thing sometimes. He sees you. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he wants to be your best friend. He loves you, cares about you. He reaches out to you, wanting to help you. But there is that aspect in our part where we need to respond to him and say, okay, Lord, I want to open my heart up to you. I repeat the scripture we read earlier. Revelation 3, 20, I stand at the door, knock, Jesus says. If you hear my voice, open the door. Take that step, take that step. I will come in and we're gonna share a meal together as friends. He's not gonna condemn you. He's not gonna tell you how bad you are. He's gonna sit down as a friend, would sit with another friend and enjoy your company. Enjoy getting to know you better. and Making himself more real to you. Maybe you're here today, or maybe you're watching online today and you've never opened up your life to Christ. You've been feeling the tug of your heart. Maybe you just happened to be going through Facebook today and you just happened to hit this and you kind of found yourself watching it. Wondering like, what am I doing? I never watched church. Well, you're watching today because God wants you to know that he cares about you, that he's with you. He sees you. You're important to him. And there's an intimacy that God wants to have with you that's far greater than what you have right now. And he wants to reveal himself to you more and more. And I see that in our world right now where God is really revealing himself to people right around us in this community, dreams and visions, encounters. And that's before they even come to church. God is speaking. God is ministering to them. He loves you, cares about you far greater than anybody else. You know, as I was preparing this message, I was getting this picture of a person in graduation. It looked like they were graduating in a, in a lovely gown. And they were grieving because whether it was the father or another loved person that wasn't there for their graduation, or maybe it was a wedding. And again, you just need to know Jesus is saying, I was there. I was there. I saw it. I celebrated with you. And you just need to know that today. But I encourage you, open up your heart to him. Whether it's the first time or whether it's the hundredth time. Because Jesus is waiting for us to have a greater relationship with all of us. He is a wonderful and awesome God. He really is. He knows you. Knows everything about you. He's quite amazing. Why he bothers putting up with us, I really don't know. I often think, God, why don't you just wipe us out? Because, man, we're... Be terrible at times. I love you. I care about you. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to draw you closer to me. I want to help you through all of life's journeys. I want to give you hope and a future. There's still good things ahead. There's still good things ahead.